Okay, with Claude Fitier, Mr. Bullock, the Chicago's Donut King is the short documentary film played at our festival. Really interesting film. Uh, Claude, this is your first film, correct? Yes, it is. Yes. What were you doing before you, you made this film? Well, I, I, I've been a, 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 an educator. I've been a, a, a teacher at Chicago Public Schools uh, Systems and I was also uh, an embedded tutor at, at Harold Washington College for about seven years. But basically, I've been an educator um, for a while. Washington, Washington College to be uh, is in is in Chicago, correct? Yes, yes, it's in Chicago. But um, I'm, I'm working in also in the Chicago public school system, so I am working with 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 high schoolers. And, also um now so what what propelled you like uh, like after all these years uh to to make your first film what was your motivation to make your first film well i've, I've always had interest in, in 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 um in making in making films and uh i guess the the opportunity uh came up uh because there's an organization in chicago called the community film workshop of chicago and they have uh they've they've been around for fifty years and they have been uh providing training so that people can have skills in terms of you know making making films and uh my wife had received an email from them and she and she uh she's a she's a writer and she knows i i always had interest in in film so she she you know encouraged me to apply for the program the program was called the digital story uh uh the the digital, uh, uh, sorry, it's called the the Digital Storytellers Initiative, and uh, it and it was a program that's done by the Community Film Workshop and the University of Chicago's uh, Logan Art Center. Okay, so then, so in in 1972, uh, this man named Bullock, uh, last name Bullock, uh, opened up a donut shop. In, in downtown Chicago. And, uh, and so 50, 50, I guess, almost 52 years later, uh, it's still around. And you decided almost, to make Almost, almost. Actually, it wasn't in downtown Chicago. It was, it was interesting that you said that. It's not in downtown, but it's in an a area that's in the very way south of Chicago. And actually, it was considered the downtown of the south side a long time ago. Okay. Um, so, so it, my my era of like so, but in the heart, I guess, can I say the heart of of Chicago? In the heart of Chicago? No, no. Well, it's probably maybe another major organ of Chicago at the time. Uh, gotcha. So, so it's it's further south, and it's in uh, an area that's it's it's uh, yeah, well, in the in the in the south side of Chicago. So it's a it's a quite a distance away from like the downtown area. Gotcha. So in the how about the area where they root for the White Sox instead of the Cubs? Can I say that? But further south than that, further yeah. south. Yeah. But um, but, but yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then they, he opened this donut shop, and then you decided to fifty years later, you decided to make a film about about him. Why did you decide to make a film like well, him specifically? Well, I I moved into this area when my my wife when my wife and I got got married. She was already living here, and. Uh, I noticed the donut shop, and I also remembered that when my dad drove me around, it, I remember seeing the street when it was it had you know a lot of stores, and and I remember seeing the donut shop as as a, as you know as a, when I was a kid. But it, what's amazing to me is that uh, the, the the you know the, the street has been is basically economically blighted, but every day, starting at five o'clock in the morning, 
I think sometimes even at four, Mr. Bullock is there um, beginning to make donuts, you know, for, for, for the day. And he is there, his family is there. And it's just a, it's just a relief because we have so much like fast food and things are so personal. So it's impersonal. So to see him making these, you know, handful of miracles every morning with fresh ingredients, tools that he creates, he created. And the fact he has been doing it for 50 years and he's still going strong is, is, you know, was really inspiring. And I just felt, you know, there's a story here if I get a chance to tell it. And since I was in this program, I said, I am going to tell the story. And when did you, when did you approach him about making the film? I approached him. It was, it was the spring of, 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 of 2022. And it took a while because, you know, he, he's basically just, you know, you know, about making the donuts. And it, it took, it took a long, it took a long time. And then also around the time, uh, it was one, basically one month into the class, I ended up catching COVID. So I uh, was not able, I was, I was doing a lot of research and preparing well, didn't have, still had not spoken to him, and then a big chunk of my time was taken because I did not want to expose anybody to to uh, uh, to, to Corona virus. As soon as I felt well enough, and I you know tripled you know tested a bunch of times, I, I went into the store. I directly spoke to him because time was running out, and uh, I was I you know I just told him what I was trying to do, and I was hoping he could say, I wanted to say, well, can you know. If, I was speaking on a on a Friday, and I was hoping to start next Friday. And he basically just said, "Well, can you start filming on Monday?" And I was just like, "Fine." <laughs> so, so I made sure I had the equipment and everything, and then I I was I was uh, I was ready to to um to start taping them. And then you just followed them. You just you shot them for a day, and then followed them from like when he started making the donuts. I went there for three days. Okay. Um, I shot on the f- first day. Um, I shot on the first day and I was trying to get the camera ready. And for some reason I was having an issue with the camera and I barely, yeah, I was, I think I got it to work, but I had a feeling that the sound, that the sound wasn't going to be great. So I said, okay, so first day I was going to try to shoot some B-roll stuff, try to get some interesting footage. And as I was shooting, um, he was saying a lot of interesting stuff, just a lot of, you know, gems of wisdom and, and jokes. And I said, oh, my gosh, I said, you know, and, and luckily I got some of the audio, but it was just it wasn't, you know, that great. So I went there a second day uh, and I had a, a, my my uh, the the, te- uh, the teacher was going to help me set up the, te- the, the sound. And I was shooting it basically lone wolf style where I was just sort of capturing him and his element. On the second day, the, you know, the teacher said, look, why don't you ask the questions? I'll do some of the, cam- I'll do some of the camera work. So he was sh- shooting it. Mr. Bullock was sort of like, you know, sort of wired for sound. And he got like some good footage. But the thing is, is that Mr. Bullock just did not seem quite like himself. You know, he just, he just like, I don't know if it was because of the microphones. He was just, it, he he wasn't giving me the energy that he gave me the like the, the first day. Was he like camera shy? You think? Oh, was it what? Camera shy? He wasn't. You know what? I think it may have just been the the the, the production of having extra people there. Yeah. You know. So I just, so we we got some good footage, but I said I this 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 wasn't completed. 
I mean, I, I wanted to have that the magic that he brought, you know, the first time. So I went there a third day, um, and I came there. I came there by myself, and you know, again, he was just just uh, you know telling the jokes, and and I got you know, I got you know a lot of, a lot more footage, and and you know just you know all those you know the funny stories and everything. Just stuff came out, and it was just. It was great. And I, at that point, I knew I had everything that I needed. Gotcha. And then, and then, so, so he, he's how old, like how old, like I'm just doing the math now. Right. So he's, in his, he's in the seventies now or eighties. No, no, I think, oh my gosh. Wow. I should, I should have thought about that. He's, he's in his eighties. He's yeah. in his eighties. Yeah. Um, his birthday was in November and I, oh boy, <laughs> I want to say, about maybe yeah I, I, he he yeah he, I believe he, he's in he's, he's in days I have to double check. Is there some somebody reason. that is there somebody that he's going to give the the place? Is there a, is there an apprentice? Is there a is there a protege who's taking over? Well, you know what I don't I don't know the 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 exact plan, but he has like a, a number of family members that are that are they are taking care of the shop with him. And I, I mean, I do see like a couple. Uh, definitely, it looks like a, a younger worker who seems to be, you know, you know, under his tutelage. People have different jobs, and there's, you know, a person who who I've seen who, who's there with him. So, but I don't. I'm I'm assuming that the plan is to, you know, have the family still work there, have this, you know. But I don't know exactly for sure. But it looks like he's training somebody. So I remember in like 2000, I think it was 2000, 2006, 2007. So like 15, 20 years ago, I knew a guy who he, um, he was a donut maker and you would go in the morning in like four or five in the morning to the donut shop, very prominent donut shop and make donuts. They don't do that anymore. They, everything is frozen now. Everything comes in and in these most like donut shops, I've done a little research on it too, is that he's, he's the last of the, of the era. Like they, they don't make don't like most like 95% of businesses don't wake up in the morning and make donuts or make pastries or whatever. It's all now everything's frozen. It comes in, they made like two months ago or whatever, and it comes in. So he's like, he's the last lifeline of, of doing what he's doing. Yes, definitely. And it's just an inspiration because when if you're up early in the morning, you see him there and he, and he puts in about, you know, like 12 hours a day, maybe a little less, but you know, you, he is he is working, you know, just just nonstop. So yes, it's you know he he, he is a last of a breed, and hopefully there's going to be new you know more interest because because I think a lot of people love freshly fresh handmade baked goods. So the business is going well then. It's going it's going well. It's it's been it's been consistent, and it's and and it's been a business that's continued to thrive even though. Um, other businesses in the neighborhood have, you know, uh, a lot of them have, it, it had been economically blighted since the seventies. You have some businesses that are still there, but he has been coming there like every day, except for Sunday, um, you know, work making, you know, you know, making delicious donuts. So then, like, like is the is the area like gentrified? Like, is it? It's like it's gone gone through like a huge change. One would assume. 
Uh, it hasn't been, I don't think it's been gentrified yet. I mean, you sort of see that there, there are people been taking interest in certain buildings and everything, but Yeah. it has, it really has a, a you know, it has a long way to go. There was a, a steakhouse that was down the block from there. And I think they recently opened it up again, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the, what, what's, what's interesting is that, uh, 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 parts of the neighborhood, uh, I guess the city has had in, invested in in uh, in uh, expanding the business, and and one interesting thing that I don't know if the documentary helped out, but uh, when I when I when I finished making the movie and it was just out of coincidence, it was like wow, this man's been in business for for uh, for fifty fifty years. Uh, around the time it was going to be the fifty year anniversary. I contacted the the alderman's office and the mayor's office, and I was just saying, you know, you have to do something to to commemorate this this man. And uh, you know, when I called the, I and I also sent the I sent both of them like a email and my and a and a link to the in in a, a link that I, a limited link I made to the film. And you know, at first the alderman was like, oh, this is what the Chamber of Commerce does. We don't do this. And I said, look, I sent you the email. And I, I there's, there's, there's a link to the film. Just, you know, give it, give it, you know, just give it a try. And they emailed me a couple hours later. We received it. We've received the video. Uh, can we get back to you later? You know, or can we share it? And we'll get back to you later. The alderman's going to do an aldermanic response. Oh, wow. And, and what ended up happening uh, because of this interesting Chicago politics stuff, the uh, the Friday, it was on November 4th, um, I'm driving to work and my teacher calls and he tells me, did you, did you, you know, did you see the news this morning? I said, what? And he said, uh, the governor of Illinois is coming to the donut shop. <laughs> and I was like, Really? And so it, you know, it came out that um, the alderman, uh, it was, I guess it was a little bit of maneuvering, but basically the alderman had, had spoken to the governor and uh, I guess it was a reaction to, to an ad that, uh, that another, uh, the opposing candidate for governor had put. So they wanted to sort of show a little bit of unity So they turned the, it was a you know, celebration of Mr. Bullock, but it was also in a way a big photo op. Uh, so he, the, so the governor, the alderman, they were at the donut shop on the anniversary, the 50th anniversary. And, uh, you know, just amazing photo op that, that, that occurred. And then and, and it was, it was just great that, 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 uh, you know, Mr. Bullock got a lot of this, you know, attention and, and, you know, just, you know, yeah, it was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. And that's amazing to see all this happening. And that's amazing. Yeah. So you're, this is your first film. You got your first film uh, out of the way. Are you, I'm assuming you're going to make another film uh, sometime in the future. Yes. Yes. I, I, I got, um, you know, different projects I'm, I'm going to, to, to work on. Um, I want to do another one that's on the neighborhood. Um, I'm going to try to talk to Mr. Bullock because I think I automatically, you know, I think if there was a sequel called 50 Years of Fritters, I think that <laughs> that would, you know, probably be pretty cool. But um, but I'm working on different, you know, uh yeah, working on, on some some projects and 
Um, I also did a, a puppet show that was adapted from my, my wife's book. Um, uh, the book was called Jojo's First Flight. And my wife, uh, Natasha Tarpley, she wrote a book called I Love My Hair, which is a celebrated uh, title. Jojo's First Flight, it sounds familiar. Yes, yes, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a beautiful story about a, a, a young boy uh, in uh, South Carolina. His father always dreamed of flying. And it's in the, but because of segregation laws, the father is not able to fly. And so um, uh, in the story, Jojo takes the plane up for a flight, just, uh, you know, just in a way, for, you know, fulfilling the dreams of his father and the broken dreams of people who were in the, in the, in the, in the, in the town. And you, you said you made a puppet movie about this? Yeah, I did. It was a, it was, it was a puppet show. And I would like to, uh, I'm going to adapt it into, I want to try to make it into an animated short. So that's my plan for that. And I uh, have a couple other projects I'm, I'm trying to, 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 to develop, you know, do. And you're, and you're, that, that's your, that you said that's your wife, correct? My wife wrote the book. Uh, yeah. Jojo's first flight. And, um, the book that people may know her for is, is the book, uh, I love my hair, and uh, that came out not not over twenty five years ago. But it's it's, and then she's like the Harlem Charade, Destiny's Gift, yes, African Americans, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, on self discovery, yeah, and so so she's yeah she's the she's an accomplished uh, writer, yes she is, and I love my hair, yeah. <laughs> So okay, so basically, yeah, that's an that's an amazing thing. So she like so obviously she's uh, your wife. Kind of kind of saw some talent in you, or saw some some uh, some you know that that you always wanted to make films, and she kind of helped you, kind of influenced you to do it. And I guess they, I'm I'm assuming you're you're happy with the experience so far. Yes, yes, I am. I am, and and I I want to you know try to do you know just try to do as many creative things that I can and just, you know, in, you know, incorporate, you know, storytelling and art into, you know, every, every part of my life. And, and, yeah. and so, yes, I am happy. And, 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 and yeah, no, she's, she's amazing because she's, you know, yeah, she encouraged me to give it and a what try. Did, what did Mr. Bullock uh, think of the, of the film? And Mr. Bullock, he, he, he liked the film. I brought the film to, you know, to, I, I showed it to him. Uh, he, you know, he liked the film and, uh, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was wonderful to, to, to um, you know, to, to, you know, to show it to him and, and, um, and he's, he's, but he also, he just does his thing every day. So he's, he's always, he's at the, he and the family are at the donut shop, <laughs> um, you know, making the donuts and six days a week, I guess. Right. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. And I uh, didn't, yeah, it's that, uh, you know, he just, that's his, that's his, that's his uh, legacy. That's, that's who he is. Right. So hopefully he'll be around another 50 years and then whoever takes over will, you will, uh, will basically keep making fresh donuts every day. Oh, that would be great. Yes. Yeah. Next time I'm in town, I'm def 100% going, going there to, to pick up some donuts. Definitely. Do you, have, do you have a specific flavor that you recommend? Uh, those the apple fritters are absolutely amazing. But anything from there is is good. The old fashioned is good. Uh, 
I love the coconut flavor, but any donut you get there is, but, um, but again, that apple fritter and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll knock your socks off. It'll... <laughs> with like, with the, like with milk or coffee, what, what do you have it with? I usually have it with, with, with coffee. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for your time. And let's talk again now uh, when that, when that, that, that sounds like a great, uh, Jojo's first flight sounds like an amazing book and, uh, it would be a great animation film. So hopefully you can get that off the, off the page. And, uh, and if you do, let's talk when you make that film. All right. Oh, can I just say one thing? I just want to compliment you guys. It's been a, it's been a wonderful festival and, and receiving just, you know, you, you guys have communicated everything so well and receiving the video, you know, hearing directly from the, the judges was, was, you know, was, was, you know, just, it was, you know, amazing and, and it was educational. And one of the things I just sort of love about, you know, doing the festival is sort of connecting, talking, you know, to people and hearing how people, you know, they're, how they, how they, you know, just talking about, you know, film and filmmaking with, with, with everyone. So, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you very much for that. Are you, uh, cause I brought up in the beginning of the podcast, are you, uh, are you, are you affiliated to the, are you a White Sox guy? Or are you a Cubs guy? You're from, <laughs> you're born and raised in Chicago, right? I am born and raised in Chicago. I mean, I'm I'm sort of happy if either team wins, but just the fact that I am from the South Side, I I by default it's it's I, I guess I am a little more of, of a Cubs fan, but as long as it's Chicago you're a Cubs fan. I am I'm sorry, Sox. Sox. Oh, you just that was a Freudian <laughs> slip right there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I yes, I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Sox then, fan. <laughs> and you got the Bulls in uh the in the six championships and Obviously, the 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 legend, right, and Jordan. Yeah. So that's that will always be there, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, don't trade your quarterback. Keep your quarterback. I got a good feeling about him. Okay, okay. Take that draft pick, uh, and you can use it for uh, use it for collateral, and and uh, and basically get some other draft picks and get that Harrison, that wide receiver, and you got yourself a great team. Okay. <laughs> Tell the GM that. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll really relay it to him. All right, man. Have a good one. I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. Same here. One, two, three, four, five.